So pick me. What is a pick me? Pick me girl is someone who craves male attention and tries to be not like other girls. They're basically the female equivalent of a simp. Whenever you see like a pick me woman, just know that someone is going to get mistreated or humiliated. This is what life could be like if you were honest with the pick me girl. Hey bestie, welcome to the Spoiled Girly Support Group Podcast, where we talk about how to get that bag while also securing your own bag. I'm your host Elle, and let's get into it. Today's episode is about how pygmishas are agents of the patriarchy and how to use that information to reset the dating market to benefit women. But first of all, what is the patriarchy? The patriarchy is defined as a social organization marked by the supremacy of the father in the clan or family, the legal dependence of wives and children, and the reckoning of descent and inheritance in the male line. Having our societies built on this idea of the patriarchy means that everyone, including men, live under the patriarchy and thus have to exist under the male gaze. Men seek the attention and validation of their fellow men and they use women in the process. Women in turn must seek the validation and attention of men so that they can get resources, safety, and status. Basically, please the male gaze, you please the patriarchy. This is not a video about the patriarchy and if it's a good thing or a bad thing and if it's a bad thing, should we dismantle it? This is not that video, okay? But the thing is, we exist in this system and you know what I always say bestie don't get mad get paid oh yeah if you're new here that's a spoiled girly support group saying don't get mad get paid and what do i mean by that whatever circumstances you find yourself in you need to find a way to get paid find ways to win find ways to capitalize find ways to benefit yourself that's the spoiled girly support group mantra don't get mad get paid with that in mind because we find ourselves in a patriarchy we are going to do the things to benefit ourselves within this specific system what really grabs my gears about the pygmishas is that They are using the most inefficient strategies to exist in the patriarchy. And because of their inefficient strategy, they are disadvantaging not only themselves, but also every woman that has a shared dating market with them. For you to understand exactly how the pygmishas are failing all of us women, let me show you a video. When we talk about pick-me girls, we're talking about girls who have deeply uninterrogated internalized misogyny. Basically, they're parroting back what they know to be the ideals of the people in power, i.e. men. You know, they have to act like they don't take too long getting ready, but they're still effortlessly gorgeous. They love watching football, they're just one of the guys, but they're of course still great in bed. All of that is the double bind of misogyny. Being made fun of for caring about makeup because makeup historically has been feminine and anything feminine, according to men, is totally frivolous but at the same time being ostracized if you don't meet certain beauty standards. So somehow women have to meet these beauty standards, but still come off as chill and not be too frivolous because that would be humiliating. And I get it. That's an annoying person to be around, especially if they are in turn undermining you and your femininity and the things you care about. But ultimately they are victims of this patriarchy too. And there's a reason that pick me energy exists at scale. And it's so consistent everywhere that it's, always girls trying to be chill. And that's because men have made us feel like we need to act like this in order to not be ostracized or humiliated. And so ultimately, I think the people we need to be calling out is men. And I think we are to a certain extent. We are finally getting to a point societally where we can say, you know what? 
Makeup is not more frivolous than football. That was a really great video and it totally explains my beef with the Pikmishas because Pikmishas and the spoiled girlies, we all have this one goal and it's to live our best lives, right? And that best life sometimes for a lot of us involves the cooperation of men. The thing with the Pikmishas is that they have centered men. Instead of creating their own dream girl and finding a man for whom she is his dream girl as she is currently as of now present day they shift themselves to fit whatever this man wants them to be and one of the great questions that the creator of that video posed was is it inherently misogynistic to police the pikmisha strategy of existing under the male gaze under the patriarchy that's something we're gonna talk about later so yeah tons of questions let's get to the answers so here's the problem. Okay, let's start with the problem. The Pikmishas, they throw their fellow women under the bus for the attention and validation of men as a coping or survival mechanism. Because when you are with men under the patriarchy, you get safety, resources, and status. The thing is, a lot of us women can get that on our own nowadays and Good for us i love this for us i so love this for us you know why because now we can be picky and now we are really poised to take advantage of this system we have accomplished so much in terms of education rate starting income social mobility like we've done it good for us and if you watch the previous episodes we talked about how there is currently a mismatch in the dating market because there are not enough economically viable men to keep up with the growth of women who can earn just as much as men we've come a long way okay and i just want to pat ourselves on the back for that good for us i'm proud of you so the thing is we no longer need men for resources okay we got that covered and safety okay for my two a girlies maybe you got that covered too status I so heavily, heavily dislike it when women use their marital or relationship status to boost themselves and use it as a weapon against women who do not have men to brandish around as their status symbol. The thing is, if you're a woman, men are not a status symbol, okay? Men are not a status symbol. But if you are a man, a woman is a status symbol. And we are the main tool that these men use to gain the attention and validation of other men. And like I said, whenever they play men's games, under the patriarchy they use us women they use us that's why it's so gross going on a date and having to pay your share when this man has used you for status the whole time you were sitting there can we not can you like stop doing that you're paying double for my recovering pikmishas i know you're new i will be gentle with you but can you not can you like not grow some self-worth okay pikmishas throw their fellow women under the bus for the attention and validation of men as a coping or survival mechanism and in the process of doing so they perform for men instead of for themselves and you know what happens you know what happens in the end they lose because the type of men that you attract whenever you devalue other women and thus devalue yourself what kind of man do you think you're attracting bestie you are going to attract men who devalue women who also devalue you so the type of men that you're going to attract, you know what the reward is for being a little pikmisha, below bare minimum low effort men. And what do we say about below bare minimum low effort men, bestie? 
they make you suffer. So they play all these games, bend over backwards for the attention and validation of men, thinking that they're gonna get a good outcome from it. But you know what happens? They get with below bare middle effort men who make them suffer. And in the process, they pollute the dating market for all the other women they share the dating market with. That's why the LA dating market is a cesspool. If you're a spoiled girly and you're living in LA, I feel so bad for you. It's the Pikmisha's fault, okay? And I know. They're gonna say, why are we policing women for the actions of men? We're gonna get to that later. If you're new here, go up to the past videos. We've been holding below bare minimum low effort men accountable this whole time, okay? This episode is for the Pikmishas. Let me summarize that point because we're gonna expand on it. After we summarize it, we expand a little bit, we summarize, and then we expand even more because I wanna get this point drilled into you so hard, bestie. So hard, so far up your brain that you never ever become a little Pikmisha again. Back to the topic. Here's a summary. Pikmishas throw their fellow women under the bus for the attention and validation of men as a survival or coping mechanism. They perform for men instead of for themselves. And in the process of doing so, they devalue other women and themselves and thus disadvantage women and themselves in the dating market. So let's break down that statement. Pikmis throw their fellow women under the bus for the attention and validation of men. This comes in the form of, I'm not like other girls. Oh, like, how long did it take you to get ready? Oh, it only took me five minutes. Like, you know, I just wash my hair and let it air dry. I don't even put makeup on. Oh, you're putting makeup on? Like, why do you feel like you need to put on makeup? And this is a learned coping behavior by this Pikmisha, okay? Because they have been exposed to men complaining about high-maintenance women. But let me tell you, let me tell you. Men complain for two reasons that I have observed and I'm gonna share it with you, my little findings. Men love to complain about how high maintenance a certain woman is or certain women are. It could be two reasons, okay. Number one is because he cannot afford said high maintenance woman. So he is sour graping. He is devaluing what he cannot access. So by him doing that, he's projecting his desire for a high maintenance woman. Is your mind blown yet? Yeah, that's what men do. Men are so good at sour graping. It's like their default. I don't know what it it is it's just how they are the men who are saying they don't like high maintenance women and that's super subjective okay like there's women who you think are high maintenance but in the spectrum of high maintenance in their peer groups they may be low maintenance similar to how below bare minimum effort men complain about gold diggers when they have no gold these men they love to complain about high maintenance women and how they're so high maintenance and not even worth it but the men who do that complaining about high maintenance women they are communicating their inability to access a high maintenance woman and they are also communicating their jealousy of men who can and do have access to these high maintenance women it's the classic men with no gold shaming gold diggers because if you can access a high maintenance woman you wouldn't be complaining about them because a lot of the time the maintenance is worth it and just like below bare minimum low effort men the reason why they still exist is because people are allowing them to exist so Bestie, it is my goal to abolish, to terminate the existence of below bare minimum low effort men. Is that a tall order? I know it is, but it's my mission. At least for my spoiled girlies, like I don't want any of us having any contact with them, okay? We're done. I'm looking at you. I know. 
you're still giving them access. Stop it. The second reason as to why men would want to put down high maintenance women is humble bragging. In circles of provider men, the only acceptable form of bragging is in the form of humble bragging about how high maintenance their women are. It's the only acceptable form and if you brag in other ways, it's not acceptable and you're gonna get kicked out of the group. This is learned behavior by men in provider type groups. If a man engages in humble bragging behavior in the form of complaining about the high maintenance of their women, don't fall for it. They're humble bragging. They're not really complaining because a lot of the times they love the maintenance. And like I said, it's the only acceptable form of bragging and so they engage in it whenever they are with the boys. So bestie, whenever you witness this type of behavior by a man around the boys, you're not supposed to be hearing it. It's only for the boys. The boys get it and a lot of women don't and that's why they turn into pygmishas thinking that the boys will like them whenever they engage in this acceptable form of bragging. But bestie, it's not complaining, it's humble bragging. And the pygmishas don't understand the assignment so they become low maintenance women to get the attention and validation of these men when the men don't want that. They want the high maintenance. Okay, wait. Let's add a caveat there. Now, I don't want you to be high maintenance to please men, okay? That's not the point of this video. The point is you need to exist as who you are or in a previous video, we talked about becoming your own dream girl. So exist as who you wanna exist. And if you're high maintenance, be high maintenance. I love being high maintenance. So I will never ever become a low maintenance woman because some man said that he likes low maintenance women. No, I'm gonna go find a man who prefers the level of high maintenance that I am, okay? Because there's levels, it's a spectrum. Can we be for real for like two seconds? Whenever a man elevates himself financially and socially, who does he go for? Tell me, who does he go for? high maintenance women. So can we not? Can we not delude ourselves that men love low maintenance women? The second part of that statement is they perform for men instead of for themselves. So when a Pikmisha performs for men instead of for herself, she ends up with men who devalued her because the Pikmisha attracted him by devaluing other women. And this Pikmisha thinks that she's so special that her devaluing other women doesn't apply to her. Newsflash, Pikmisha you're still a woman. When you devalue other women, you devalue yourself. So don't be surprised that you end up with a man who devalue you as an individual because you attracted him by devaluing other women. So not only did you pollute the dating market for other women, you disadvantaged yourself. It's not even an effective coping survival mechanism. Like if it benefited one person that is not a man, it would probably be less terrible. But no, no woman wins in this scenario. It's men. You think you're dismantling the patriarchy by paying for a date? You think you're dismantling the patriarchy by asking a man out? No, you're fueling it. You're making it easier for this man to win in the system that benefits them in the first place. Can we not? Misha. Okay, you know what? You need to move to the front because I need to yell at you. Wait, I need to calm down. Like I said, Pikmisha's publicized to the world that women don't deserve that. That us women have no business being so high maintenance. We're not even worth it. When you publicize that the inherent value a woman brings 
and the inherent risks that she takes simply by being in relations with men, this Pikmisha is doing all of us women a disservice. Like I said, Pikmisha is performing for men and not for herself. Instead of making yourself your most ideal version and then going out into the world and finding a person who honors that, values that, cherishes that, what you have created in yourself, you're just clowning yourself. Who taught you that? Who taught you that strategy? So instead of looking at what men say they desire, look into what you desire and then find a man who is also into that. Look at your own needs and your own desires, become your own dream girl and find a man for whom you are his dream girl. Don't find a man that you had to change yourself to become his dream girl because guess what? You're not his dream girl. He is his own dream girl. He wants to be the princess. He's in his divine femininity, not the man you want to be with. This man will make you suffer. At the end of the day, all these men want to access us women. So why are we the ones bending over backwards just to please them. It should be the other way around. The last part of that initial statement is, in the end, these pygmishas lose and so do the women that they share the dating market with. So, you think that the pygmisha wins, right? Like, oh, hi, pick me, pick me, pick me, choose me, love me. You think after doing all of that, she would finally get what she wants in life, right? She'd get the man, she'd get the ring, she'd get the house, she'd get the babies. But no, not even the pick me wins in this stupid game that she plays. Because she attracts men who devalue women. And like I said, when you devalue women, you devalue yourself as a woman. Because you're not special. You throw women under the bus, you throw yourself under the bus. Good job clowning yourself. You know those videos where women are crying and they're saying, I never asked for much, I only asked for loyalty, I only asked for one thing and I didn't even get that. Okay, number one, those men are terrible. I'm so sorry. Like I said, women with low standards just get the short end of the stick every single time. By having high standards, you are protecting yourself from low quality experiences. And no experiences is better than low quality experiences. So bestie, ask for the world, ask for the moon. And you know what I always say? Command, not demand. By creating your dream girl, the most ideal version of yourself, that woman that you feel most at home in. Whenever you step into your dream self, like you feel at home. So if you are feeling like it's still a costume, you're still not there. The moment you feel like you can just exist and you radiate positivity and you radiate just the good things when you are finally at peace that's how you know you're there so if you want to get to that point watch the video before this it's about becoming your own dream girl moving on to the next topic the pick me uses feminist rhetoric when in reality they are disadvantaging women as a whole I'm gonna play you this video and just a warning it's really low vibrational so I suggest if you're a little softy Fast forward like a minute. Let's get into it. What to do if he's a really nice guy but expects you to pay 50-50? Personally to me, that seems very fucking reasonable. I am not looking for someone to take care of me. I don't equate that someone paying for me means that they care about me and they love me. I am a grown ass woman. I understand that dating is expensive, that I want a partnership, I want an equal, and what does that mean? That means that equal is that we both participate and put into this. 
lot to unpack there let's start i want to start off with everyone is allowed to have their own standards in the relationships that they want to put themselves in okay i get that but what i have a problem with is women elevating themselves to gain the attention and validation of men while putting down other women so if you go into the comment section of that video like i always tell you bestie whenever you find content look in the comment section look who is agreeing with what is being said let's talk about the points that she made she said equal is that we both participate and put into this this is a classic case of devaluing women's time gifts labor and presence and reducing our contributions to a relationship down to money but here's the thing devaluing women's contributions like that does not remove the real benefits that men reap from women. And it doesn't remove the risk that women face simply by being in relationships with men. So devaluing women's contributions and ignoring the real risks that women take when in relationships with men, I'm not about it. I don't know how I'm gonna drill it into everyone's heads. All of you spoiled girlies, you already know this, but for the Pikmishas who are new here, I'm not gonna be gentle with you this time, okay? You have so much inherent worth and value that simply by existing, men benefit from you. When you are in a relationship with a man, it is inevitable that you bring value to him. He is using you in the games of men. He is using you to gain more status, more connections, and more money, and more women. He is using you to gain attention and validation from other men in the patriarchy that we exist in. Can we please? You need to drill into your head that you have inherent worth and value. And the very least a man can do when he asks you out on a date is to pay for it. Don't put on your clown makeup to a date that you asked this man out on and a date that you will pay for. Stop it. Let's segue into how women inevitably build up men. Whenever I get comments from men about what do you bring to the table? I want someone who wants to build with me. I don't need someone waiting for me at the finish line. Have you ever been with a woman? It's giving you've never been touched by a woman. Because if you have been with a woman, you know just how much she pours into men. You know just how much she pours into you. It is inevitable that a woman builds with a man. Women are always building with men. And the men who build, they will always be building, okay? Jeff Bezos is still building. Even the richest of the rich men are still building. All these men are building. So whenever a man says, I just want someone to build with me, tell me you've built nothing without telling me you've built nothing. Tell me you are not building anything without telling me you are not building anything. Women will always build with men. It's only a matter of who they build with. Okay, a little bare, bit of little effort, man. Talking about building without building anything, not about it. Back to this pick, Misha. We're all allowed to have our own standards and different ways in which we date, but elevating yourself by infantilizing other women. I'm a grown woman. I don't need a man as a meal ticket. It's furthering the narrative that women's non-monetary contributions in a relationship have no value on top of the huge risks that we women face whenever we allow men to access us. And this comes in the form of biological and physical literal safety risk. Can we not? Can we stop devaluing women so that you pick Misha can get the attention and validation of men who don't even care about you? So yeah. That's what I have a problem with. With this brand of, I'm a grown woman, pick Misha. You really think you're doing something. You really think you're being a good feminist devaluing women like that so that you can, what, get men who thirst for you in the comments? 
gross. So let's play a video to drive that point home. They will never be free because they literally think that just being in proximity to a man is like what gives them power or they view their entire sense of self and femininity through the eyes of men and men's approval and validation of them. So they don't value other women because they don't value themselves. That's why it's so dangerous. So yeah, bestie, can we not? Can we stop being pygmishas? It's one thing to throw your fellow women under the bus and benefit yourself, but even the pygmisha doesn't benefit. I wonder why. I wonder why. Maybe it's because it's an inefficient strategy to attract good quality mates. You're clowning yourself, pygmisha, okay? Stop it. One line that really just resonated with me is that they don't value women because they don't value themselves. And that's very sad. As you know, I was a little pygmisha. It was not a vibe. It makes you devalue your own worth. But maybe, like she said, from the very beginning, the pygmisha does not value herself. And so she does not see the value in other women. So when she sees other women being spoiled girlies, I love it here, I love being a spoiled girly and having spoiled girly girlfriends. Whenever she sees that in other women, these women must be taking advantage of men because she has nothing to offer. She's not subsidizing his bills. She must be taking advantage of him. Instead of this pygmisha, Misha seeing that she's not giving him money, how else is this man benefiting from her? Because like I told you bestie, men are market driven and they are so unashamed. They are shameless. They're so market driven. Like I said, we exist in patriarchy. It's kind of like working for a company. Whenever they give you a raise, a bonus, best believe the value that you brought to that company is 10x, 100x, 1000x. So whenever you get a bonus, whenever you get a raise, it's nothing compared to the value that you brought into that company. It's the same thing. So whenever men give you money or pay for your stuff or protect and provide, just know that the value that you give him, that you confer on him is so much greater than the dollars that he gives you, the dollars that he can make up again, the dollars that he can earn again. It's a renewable resource as opposed to the things that you bring into a relationship and the risks that you take. Can we not? Can you like see just how much value you bring into to the world just by existing. Let's explore the different ways in which they hurt the people around them. But for the sake of time, let's focus on the pick me mother and her daughter and the pick me friend and her girlfriends. Let me play you a video about pick me mothers and their daughters. I'm going to tell you what the dynamic is between uh, pick me mothers and daughters. Oftentimes, Whenever you see like a mother that has jealousy over her daughter, um, it's almost like she's competing with the daughter in a very weird way. For those of you that was raised with this narcissistic pick me kind of mother, um, maybe she didn't really neglect you as much. Women often don't realize when they're neglected by their mother um, because you know they'll become more independent and focus on their own needs. And meanwhile, if you notice the way in which the mother is neglecting them, the mother is simultaneously um, either competing with them, jealous of them, centering men, or what the mother would do is try to groom the daughter to be also a pick me. So let me give you a quick example because I was raised by a pick me mother um, and my father, me and him had a very great relationship I was a daddy's girl. Um, not that, you know, I had a favorite parent, but the one I got along with more was my father. My mom, uh, I didn't realize it, but she was often very jealous of me or very competitive. Mothers that would see their daughters being sexualized would often abuse them opposed to protecting them. 
There were times where I didn't understand that I was being sexualized um, or men that were preying on me and my mother would see that as a threat or feel some type of way jealous or, or she would often turn around and probably try to abuse me, you know, humiliate me, do like little funny things, catty behavior. Note also too, a lot of women exhibit these type of behaviors in friend groups. Whenever you see like a pick me woman, just know that someone is going to get mistreated or humiliated. Being around a pick me uh, woman, especially if your mother is a pick me mother, she often try to reinforce this role that you need to live up to. And if you didn't live up to it, it's almost like you would see narcissistic signs such as you needing to be humiliated or degraded or put down because you didn't live up to this pick me quintessential role that made her look good as a mother. But at the same time, whenever you exhibited those behaviors that would get you attention and not her, she would put you down. Women that have issues with a pick me mother often had a father that neglected them as well. There's something about pick me women that often try to pick men that never will pick them the way in which they want to be picked. And that's why they reinforce that pick me trying to pursue a guy because technically from the minute you're pursuing someone, you're trying to prove your value, that means they already don't see it. So these women will keep choosing these men that provide and protect, but also emotionally neglect them, which reinforce these pick me behaviors. Yeah, everything she said. What's so sad about that is when you're a mother, you tend to prioritize your children because you are their primary caretaker, like you are their primary reference, like you are the person in the world that this baby, this child, this toddler is looking up to. And the fact that pick me mothers center men still, even as mothers, to the point that they compete with their preteen teenage daughters for the attention and validation of men to the point that they uglify their daughters so that they will not be competition with them to the point that they lower their daughter's self-esteem because god forbid she is desirable in the eyes of other men that's sad and i'm so glad that she shared that she had a pygmy mother and she's so well aware of that and i just hope that a lot of the women who did grow up with pygmy mothers get to that point of self-awareness that it's not you it wasn't you you were not the problem you just happened to exist around her you just happened to be born into that situation Situation, but it's not you. You were not the problem, okay? It's this pygmisha that you got for a mother. See, that's why I have no love for the pygmishas. Especially when the pygmishas have a daughter, the self-hatred that they have, the way they devalue their female peers, guess what they're gonna do to their daughter? They're gonna raise this young woman to believe that she has no value, that she'd be lucky if men even looked her way and she needs to bend over backwards to get the attention and validation of men. So the moment a man pays attention to her, she should cater her whole existence to this man instead of it being the other way around because she is the one who brings inherent worth and value. Let's talk about pygmishas in the context of friendship. If you're new here, welcome to the Spoiled Girly Support Group. And by the name itself, this is the support group for the Spoiled Girlies. And do you know why we call it that? Because I wanted to create a space away from the pygmishas who comment, who do you think you are asking men for that? Men paying on the first date, can you afford it it's giving baroque it's giving jealous it's giving jealous so can we not to move away from women like that to move away from being policed by women who have devalued themselves so much that they devalue other women too and police other women to make sure that other women devalue themselves too that's the point of this group like i'm so over it and the way that pygmishas police the spoiled girlies who are just stepping into being a spoiled girly they would police them into making bad decisions honestly misery loves company hurt people hurt people it's just a terrible 
viable way to exist. And like I'm telling you, I'm okay with being friends with 50-50 girlies because there are some women who are perfectly happy with 50-50. Like they're happy, they're not miserable, okay? And those women tend to be really high earning women. So like I get it. I get it, okay? But there's 50-50 girlies who are also 50-50 saddies. Like they're 50-50, but they're sad about it. And they're hurt. So they in turn hurt other women through their Pikmisha activities, their Pikmisha policing activities, the PPA. I'm not about it. So it is simply never to your benefit to be friends with a Pikmisha. Drop all your Pikmisha friends because they are not your friends. They're not your friends. If you have been afflicted with the plague of the Pikmisha, here's what you're gonna do. You need to wake up to your worth. I keep telling you, you have so much inherent worth and value and I just need you to see that. I need you to wake up to it. Bestie, wake up! And at the same time, when you wake up to your own value, if you have been asleep to your own value, the moment you wake up, you will be mad. And like I say, don't get mad, get paid. So once you get into this anger stage of letting go of your Pikmisha activities, of your Pikmisha persona, you need to hold men accountable. And how do you do that? You need to set barriers of access to yourself because once you realize that you have so much inherent worth and value, you realize that you are the one that these men want to access. So it is on you to set the barriers of access. Great Wall of China levels of impenetrable, okay? Those are the barriers of access that you're going to put around yourself. Step two of how to stop being a Pikmisha. No, I like love it when girls do that. You need to be like other girls. Exactly like other girls. So much like other girls. You need to be basic. Embrace the basic. I love being basic. Be exactly like other girls. And it's not just for other women, okay? This is for you. Because once you start embracing the girly girl things and seeing the value in girly girl things, and as a girl, you are then going to see the value in yourself. You are exactly like other girls. And there's nothing wrong with that. Honestly, the more you become like other girls the more you grow your self-worth because like i said when you see the value in other women you see the value in yourself step three of how to stop being a pikmisha is stop being friends with men friendships between men and women will always benefit men more like i said just by existing just by being seen in public with them they will use you to gain the attention and validation of other men so that they can get more connections, more business deals, more money, which they will in turn use to get more women. Stop it. And another thing is that in friendships, you turn to level with each other. So whenever men say certain things about women, I don't like high maintenance women, oh, gold diggers. As a friend, you want to level with him. Like, oh, I'm not a gold digger. I'm not high maintenance. It's low vibrational. Why are you lowering yourself to gain access to a man who is using you? You are the one being accessed here. You are the prize. And if you're not a pick me right now, a male friend will turn you into a pick me. Trust. Okay, stop it. Step four of how to stop being a pick me, Sha, is be okay with being single. 
being single is not a disease that you need to cure. You set the barriers of access. You are the prize. Whenever you want, you can get a man. But the thing is, you don't want just any man. You want the man who is a good fit for you. So be okay with being single. It's not a disease. And the more you are okay with being single, the more you are in your discernment. The more you can judge a man's character. And you know what? A lot of people police women for being judgy. If you just knew how much inherent value and worth you have, you'd be judgier. I encourage you to be judgy. Like, be the judgiest person, especially in terms of dating. You're allowed to be judgy. And you know what? Even if you're not allowed, do it anyway. Next topic, is blaming pikmishas in itself misogynistic? And why do we blame women for the negative behavior of men? The first part of that is blaming the pikmishas in itself misogynistic. People can interpret the blaming of women who are strategizing, who are looking for ways to exist under a system in which they are not the holders of power as misogynistic. I get it. Let me ask a question. Isn't it more misogynistic to tell women that they are victims? Everything is being done to us. We have no agency. Isn't it more misogynistic to sell women their oppression and tell them that everything that is wrong in their lives is the fault of others as something being done to them instead of something that they have a part in affecting and thus have a part in fixing. At the end of the day, the dating market is a market. And as participants in this market, as the side that is the one to be accessed, when women raise the barriers of access to themselves, the other side of the participants have to respond. So stop incentivizing below bare minimum low effort behavior. Blaming women for the behavior of men, blaming women for encouraging below bare minimum low effort male behavior, is it misogynistic? It is misogynistic only if you don't hold Hold the men accountable as well because it is then also misogynistic to tell women that they have no agency that they are powerless that everything is being done to them it is more effective to encourage women to make better decisions from themselves to control the controllable what little aspects of their life is controllable versus telling them all is lost like i said women's desires that include the cooperation of men are valid and even these men we all exist in this patriarchy even the men desire the attention and validation of other men we all exist in this okay and like i said don't get mad get paid which brings us to the next topic we live in a patriarchy and always will live in a patriarchy at least for our own lifetimes Bestie, I'm gonna need you to stop playing life on hard mode. We're all in this together. So do what it takes to win in life. Stop playing life on hard mode. That's what my problem is with all the video essay people. They always come up with the problem. Like, here's the problem. It's so depressing. We are so powerless. Like, everything is crap. Like, look at this system that we're all being oppressed by. Like, okay, we know. Okay, we know. Now give us some solutions. Like, everyone is just dooming glooming but that's not what we're gonna do here okay that's not the vibe here the vibe here is we're going to identify systems we're going to analyze them strategize how to capitalize on them so that we could win we're not getting mad anymore we're getting paid let's end with this question because we're full of questions today is being the opposite of a pygmisha a girl's girl still catering to the patriarchy yes Yes, it is. But like I said, don't get mad, 
get paid. The thing about being a spoiled girly and setting high barriers of access to yourself so that certain men who protect and provide for you and whose character and values align with you, the point of doing that is that you use the patriarchy to your benefit. So by using the spoiled girly way of seeing life and living life, you are affecting a positive outcome for yourself. And in the process, you are not devaluing other women. And thus, you are not devaluing yourself. Ask not what you can do for the patriarchy, but what the patriarchy can do for you. Now get that bag, bestie.